We're back to the Simply G radio show on the Simply G media network. Again, simplyg.com to find out more information on G.J. Reynolds, the playful and powerful warrior. There you could check out all the exciting interviews. Uh, you could check out the celebrity interviews, uh, author interviews, and also interviews with G.J. and myself. Read his blog and join the challenge like myself and millions of other people or maybe even billions. But I want to welcome the program. Five-star ambassador, Vi Millionaire, top producer in social 10% uh, social media, and much, much more. G.J. Reynolds, G.J., I'm always excited to talk to you, and, and I know it's time for me to be the student and you the teacher when we're going to talk about capacity. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Sounds like you had a little tongue-tied uh, giving me all those accolades. So I guess we got to shorten up the accolades to just simply G, which they can go to simplyg.com. Uh, you know, sometimes that happens. I think it's a Monday morning and a changes in life, especially my wife's back to work again. So I'm being, again, the uh, the mis- Mr. Mom, and uh, I feel it already day one into it. All right, so let's go ahead now and, uh, and jump uh, right into our topic tonight, which is capacity. And we've been talking a lot of what John C. Maxwell has taught you and has been mentoring you on, especially with the LID group. Tell us specifically, define capacity for us. Well, as a leader, it's the capacity to grow. And, you know, I know the last few weeks we've been talking about, you know, creating a growth environment. And obviously, to create a growth environment, you have to have the capacity to grow. And, you know, there's really key, key, there's really eight key um, um, capacities that a leader must have some, you know, be focusing on on increasing at all times. And obviously, as a leader, we're all we're all better at some better than others. And obviously, it's always about fine tuning. You know, how do I get better at this? How do I get better at that? And how do I increase what I'm really good at already? <clears throat> but there's emotional capacity. You know, the capacity to handle emotional situations, the mental capacity. You know, being able to be mentally strong and, and mentally work through. You know anything that that um, is, is brought your way as a, as a leader, relational capacity, the ability to have relationships and develop relationships with other people, energy and physical capacity. You know how much much energy do you have, and the physical ability, and and obviously we talk a lot about that with you know our own physical challenges. You know you've launched a brand new one, I've launched a brand new challenge, and you know it's all about increasing our personal health to increase our capacity. Then there's the leadership capacity, um, developing teamwork, equipping, and cre- creativity. Those are all, if you look at it, there's eight of them, and all of them, you know, are designed to, you know, be key aspects for being a leader and being a strong leader. And the capacity is, you know, how much area are you able to handle in each of those uh, eight topics, those key areas. And then uh, what are you able to do to, to increase the capacity? Well, I definitely want to break this down more because I think this is a very, very good way to define things. And first, look at yourself in the mirror before you look at your team and look at people you work with on a daily basis. And uh, like I look at students, I would probably would be able like to come up with someone looking at some of those specific ones or even specific clients that I've worked with. But let's go first talking about emotional capacity. How important it is, I guess, to, to have the right even keel atmosphere in your life. You really need to be like uh, in a certain, uh, you can't be too up, you can't be too down, right, GJ? Because that can really throw off your business. 
Well, as we've learned, you know, over the last few years, you know, on a lot of shows, is you know, consistency is key. And and you know, I I I've seen with with great leaders that I've worked with and great leaders that I've you know aspired to be more like, and and just through my own personal growth is consistency and being consistent on a daily basis, and and then also being um, very focused on on you know increasing each of the areas that allowed me to grow as a, as a human being and as a, you know, a mentor and as a leader. And, you know, there's two things that will determine your capacity to grow. One is your intentionality and your hunger. You know, what, what are you focused on? What is the intention that you have? And, you know, and the more acute you are with that and the more direct you are and the more focused you are in your intentions, the more you're able to um, draw what you, you know, draw into what you're looking at accomplishing or growing into, and then your hunger. And, you know, how hungry are you? And what I found, the more hungry you are, the more sense of urgency you have, the more um, diligent and consistent that you are with your hunger, the more things start to happen, the more things start to grow. And, and as we've learned, you know, with a lot of past shows is, you know, where are you focused at? And how how fast do you want to go? And intentionality and hunger are really a, a great ways to outline um, your capacity to grow. So emotionally, we need to be consistent. And that's one thing I see with lots of entrepreneurs, especially when they don't have a boss, you know, looking right at them every second in a cubicle, that to keep growing, you have to have the right intention and hunger as you said now with mental capacity you're really looking at specifically study is a key thing in being a successful entrepreneur you talk about how you have many different books that you read from all the time and you you study a lot you 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 research you do all these different things that needs to definitely grow as well to have success right Yes. Yeah, so, 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 what's the exact question? Just mental, so mental. Just for the mental, I was just trying to say those are things that you got to look in your mental capacity to grow. Is specifically, uh, is that involving the mind and, and and sharpening that in many ways? Right, and and one of the things we've talked about, you know, going back to you know one of the other the other uh, one of the eight is you know your energy and your physical, and what we learned is you know when you're physically strong, you're mentally strong. When you're physically strong. You're emotionally strong, and and when you're physically strong, you're you're uh, spiritually strong, and and it, to me, you know, the physical side is very, very, very important. You know, which goes back to our health, and when that's in alignment, uh, and that capacity, and you're you, you're working out to increase your capacity. You know, you know, being a former military sergeant, every day we had physical training, or or commonly known as PT, and. It was always to be in great shape so we could endure mentally and emotionally, you know, anything that we were dealt when we were, you know, potentially out on the battlefield. And, and, and so, um, you know, as far as being a mental, mental, uh, you got to have a mental strength and a capacity to grow your mental side in order to lead, lead people uh, for any length of time. And what's really interesting, number three. Because, G.J., I think that's this is the most important thing. If you look at entrepreneurs, especially who, who provide a project, product and service, and they're not a CEO of a company, they have to be out and really be hands-on with their customers and their clients. That relational capacity is huge. 
How are how do you create relationships? How do you create lasting relationships that they can truly trust you and be their uh, mentor in so many ways? And, and look at this is something that's going to change my life in ways. So teaching that, figuring out how much relational capacity is so important as well as an entrepreneur, isn't it? Yes, and, you know, most entrepreneurs are solution-oriented. You know, a lot of times, you know, entrepreneurs became entrepreneurs because they saw a challenge or a problem where we're in their workplace, and they're like, hey, here's something that I see that can be fixed or, or elevated, and, you know, I and going out on their own, they have the ability to a lot of times do that more uh, readily and 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 what i've learned with um on the relational side of things is you know it's all about people and and when you give people um you know a pathway to achieve what the, what they're choosing to do or move forward with um you know that starts a great relationship and you know obviously the the best part of creating a, a solid relationship is having an open and honest trusting relationship and the more that that exists, the more the capacity is able to grow. From what I, from anything that I've learned, in all the relationships that I've had, you know, trust is is the paramount catalyst for the the, the you know the, the the ability to grow the capacity. I think there's a lot of stuff we could talk about, and especially provide trainings involving relationships because you can really turn people off very quickly if you are not able to truly have genuine relationships with your clients and customers. And when you don't have that, you have a disconnect and you're not really speaking, you're not really living your purpose and, and mission, right, G? True. And, you know, um, you know, in, in my business, it's it's really people business. So it's all about the people and and how do we help people, you know, transform some part of their life, their health, or their prosperity. And and then as a leader, you know, um, you can determine a person's capacity in the be beginning. The sooner you can do that, the better, the, the easier it is to lead them. Because some people, um, they initially don't have the capacity. They're willing to grow into, you know, increase their capacity. And that's another thing I see as a leader. You have to find find out what what level of capacity each person has that you encounter. Because, you know, Everyone's different. Everyone has different uh, abilities and, and experiences and are different places in their life. And and so that's a key aspect of, of a leader determining early on, um, you know, what that individual's capacity is. And then and then and then showing them how they can increase it and then showing them a way to accomplish what they choose to accomplish. Uh, when we talk about number four, this is your mission. This is truly what you see. And the, and I agree. If you really don't feel good about yourself physically, you're not going to be able to wake up the next day really gulping with excitement for your job or your work or whatever you think you or as a stay-at-home mom. Because if you're tired, sluggish, really uh, are draining most of the day. It's because you're not having the proper foods and nutrition in your body, right, GJ? And you're not getting the chance to burn those calories off and really feel good while working out after the workout. We all talked about you and your enjoyment of working out, but the 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 satisfaction after a hard workout, those things are missing for a lot of people, and that's probably going back to the workplace and whatever they're doing and not having the capacity uh, to, to be good in this area, and it hurts the, all those capacities, it sounds like. Well, as I've shared and as I've learned firsthand, 
the more physically fit I have become, the increase in capacity in every aspect of my life um, has increased. And I feel like, you know, that's one of the most important ones. And, you know, we were talking offline, you know, about all the different health issues that, that exist and how, you know, one health issue leads to a different other, you know, a multitude of other health issues. And so to me, the physical side is really the most important because when that is is um, strong, then every, everything else will fall into place as long as you're choosing to focus on doing so. All right, so we jump from there into the leadership capacity, and I think a lot of ways, if you're a beginning entrepreneur, you have to look at, am I a leader? Do people want to follow me? You've always talked about that, Gigi. I've learned so many different things from you. I can take quotes all the time. Do people believe in me? Do people know that I will go to war for them in so many ways and step in and help them? That's a leader. I've had some terrible leaders that literally say, you do it yourself, take care of it. And yeah, they can be leadership in certain positions, but when it comes to an entrepreneur and you're hoping that that person's going to help grow you, it's not going to happen, especially in a business where or a, a job that really looks at progress and things like that. So a leader has to have those qualities, GJ, don't they? And and you have to look in yourself in the mirror and say, do I, do I, do I have those exhibit those things? And do I have the capacity to learn more? Well, a leader doesn't have to have those, but they won't be leading very long if they fail to have them. And, and, and sometimes people are thrown in the leadership positions, you know, because I have to, or no one else has stepped forward and they're, they're it. Uh, so obviously, you know, they can leave, but you know, how long will they leave? And there's a quote that um, you know John C. Maxwell shared with me, and it is, "Your talk talks, and your walk talks, and your walk talks louder than your talk talks." So it's really about are you walking the walk? And <clears throat> when you're walking the walk, it definitely um, you know says a lot. And, and when a leader is doing that, they have the greatest influence. Definitely. And then when that comes to one, a leader has to have team be a team player too. A leader can't be all about himself. And it was very interesting. I know you're very spiritual as, as well as myself. I was listening to some Christian music today, and they brought up about leadership, and it's to serve. And uh, if you're, you, 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 if you serve others, you have to be a team player. You can't be all about yourself as a leader because if that happens, a lot of times people are going to model that and they're going to develop those selfish tendencies. But if they see the leader as a team player, they're more likely to be team players. Right, G? Right. Well, I, I agree with that. And and I know for me personally is that a lot of times where I moved up in the leadership rank was just by my own the ability to be a team player and you know it's it requires more than one person to, to have a team and and each part each party within the team has to do certain aspects of whatever the the, the team you know mission and goal is and and typically without one person doing it then you know it can be a house of cards so teamwork is definitely you know something that i see is required for anybody to go way beyond where they're probably currently at. It requires mentors. It requires other, you know, uh, workers. It requires, you know, a whole vast of, of people. And, um, you know, teamwork's, 
you know, the, the, the way that the, so a solid team is what's going to help them get there. It definitely is, and it doesn't matter what uh, who's part of your team. You could be a teacher in the classroom, and this is one thing I want to be able to take this. You could take this to any type of business, any service, anything, and your team is going to be your students, and you want to make sure that your students progress. Well, you have to have a team atmosphere and belief system in them and not think that you're above them but are willing to come in and work with them. And that's where the success I have when I've taught is that there was a respect factor when I came in, but I also would be willing to play team ball with them to have success. Now, equipping, wow. This one is something that you and I have talked about before. Sometimes we want to do things on our own. Sometimes we want to... uh, just let them do everything, help them do everything and not give them, you know, the ability to have that freedom after we equip them and uh, kind of define equipping GJ and look at and show that capacity, which you talked about earlier, but I wanted to break it down a little bit more on the show. Well, equipping is one of the things that I see is, is really the catalyst for, you know, a team being successful. And when you, and I'll give you an example, you know, being a former military sergeant, he's like, you know, if, if I was going to go out into the battlefield, you know, they're going to give me my helmet. They're going to give me my, my backpack. They're going to give me all the different tools that I need. They're going to give me my weapon and, and the ammunition and, and my canteen. And obviously I've got to have the, the clothing and the boots and all the different things. And, you know, when we equip, equip them, that, then the next thing is to teach them how to use that equipment. And I see a lot of organizations, and 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 it's, and every organization, my in my opinion, goes through this. Is you know they they start out equipping it initially because they got the time and the ability to do it. Then they start picking up speed, and then they pick up speed. And then they think everybody, they, you know, here's the tools that are already equipped. And then they find out things plateau or or drop because typically it's because the people were not being equipped uh, as they came on board. Um, at where they at one point they were, and then it wasn't getting passed down. And and you know there's that game that uh, well, I'm sure you've played in and in, and in, in maybe done it in any of your classrooms when you're teaching is you know you tell one person at the beginning and it goes all the way around to the last person and the last person has to say exactly what the person that you told um, and and it's never the same. Never, and never. that's yeah. And it's never and and so you got different personalities and different you know. Uh, attributes that are going on, and and so that's one thing that I see that uh, the equipping process, the equipping process, to me is one of the most important things that a leader can do, uh, in with their team, and the better they increase the capacity for the team to be equipped, and then to pass that forward, uh, the better success they're going to have, and the more sustainability they're going to have for the long term. Last uh, one is one I think that when you talked about creative being creative in so many ways makes you constantly think out of the box and at times keep your makes yourself feel uncomfortable at times because you're always looking to improve but you're doing it in ways that will motivate the team and also motivate you in the same way that's that that that's that creativity component right g yes 
Um, and, uh, so what's the actual question? The actual question is that's what I wanted you to kind of redefine that in so many ways of saying the creative aspect of being creative is always thinking out of the box, always looking to come up with something new and exciting to keep the business rolling. Right. Well, as an entrepreneur, you know, things are typically changing. And now in today's society, you know, everything's changing. I mean, you know, what works in social media today, you know, it wasn't necessarily being used six months ago. And there's always something new. There's always something more um, cost effective. I mean, you know, so business is always changing. You know, there's ups, there's downs, and you've got to, you just you got to really be creative a lot of times and, and how to maneuver through through business as an entrepreneur and as a leader. And, uh, and then also thinking outside of the box for, you know, marketing and, and, uh, you know, to constantly being, re- you know, so- sometimes you got to reinvent yourself, reinvent your business and, and re- reinvent the process to make it, you know, stronger, tighter because of all the changes that go on, especially nowadays. I mean, the, the speed of thought <laughs> is so, it's so, it's so ever changing. So we know one thing that's going to happen has changed. And the more creative you are, um, you know, to what I've seen is the, the easier it is to maneuver the ups and downs and the in and outs. All right. So, where can we find information on you, GJ? Purchase your book, uh, join the challenge, and learn more about you. Where can we go? Simplyg.com. All right. Simplyg.com. And I won't stumble on the way at the end of this interview. So, good talking to you, G. And uh, I learned a lot from you. And we'll talk soon. All right. Thanks a lot, Neil. All right. Take care. All right. That was GJ Reynolds. You're listening to Simply G Radio Show on the Simply G Media Network. And we'll be back in just a moment. <laughs> 